0: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Here Make This, the destination podcast for all mediocre entrepreneurs. Each week, we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode, we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits, whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers-Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This.
1: Oh, welcome, Jackers. Hello, mate. How are you, buddy? Good. Nice to see you sporting the Here Make This official beanie. Yes, indeedy. As Thanks supplied to. by uh, Vickstar Designs. Sponsors of Here Make This. Thank you, Vicky. Absolutely.
0: It's very nice to see you, my friendly. How are you going? Good. We need
1: to talk. Oh, okay. Uh, during our Lockdown period, Mm -hmm. Larko, you sent me a, I can't remember, it might have been a photo or a text of some description. Yeah. Of the gay time popcorn. Oh, yes. Can we talk about this for
0: a second? (laughs) Yes, we should. Just to refresh everybody's memory, Jackers and I discovered that uh, another- thing that we have in common is that our favourite um, ice cream is the Gay Time. Yes. Love that flavour combination, Jackers, and the cookie crunch. Love it. Love it. And they have now branched out and make a Gay Time popcorn.
1: <laughs> they've actually got two. Did you know they've got two?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so they've got like sort of what is like the original and then one that's more of a chocolatey type one. Yep. Did you get both? I bought both. I only got the original, but I've been smashing them. What was the
1: chocolate (sighs) one like? Boy. Amazing? It, It is, as far as snacks go- it's expensive. Yeah. They are very expensive yeah. for what they are. Yeah, yeah. They were like $5 for a pack. Yeah. The pack wasn't that big.
0: No, I easily saw the bottom of that bag very quickly. <laughs> very. <laughs>
1: I, I went through a bag oh, myself yeah. within yes. an hour. Within an hour. That's Marco. right. But my God, was it worth them. Oh, absolutely. They are so good. Yeah. They are so good. I, I just- I couldn't get over how delicious those things are. And they do taste like the ice cream. They do.
0: It's like when you go to the um, supermarket or, you know, 7-Eleven or whatever, and you see those flavours of chips, and it'll be like barbecue lamb flavoured chips or Peking duck flavoured chips or something, and you go, ooh, I'm going to give that a try. And they've obviously come up with somebody chemical dusting that they've put on the chips <laughs> that they think, oh, this tastes a bit like Peking duck sauce. And you have a crack and you go, well, not really. Send that back to the lab. I assume they have a lab, Jaggers. I'm sure they do. That'd be a good job, actually, taste actually, testing. Yeah. I it?
1: actually know someone who has that job. Get out of here. Yeah. So, our friend, uh, Scotty. Scotty. Good friend of the- um, Love him. Of the podcast. Um, His partner, I'm not going to mention names, but his partner's sister does that for a job.
0: Oh, my God. I'll tell you what, if I wanted to have a career change, that would be very, very good. And it is
1: literally in a lab. Eating chips. Well, not just chips. (laughs) She's like a flavor- I don't know what the title is, like a flavor- Scientist or
0: something. Unbelievable. Wouldn't that be great? Unbelievable. But the, but the point I'm trying to make real quick is that the uh, they don't often taste like the thing that you hope it is going to taste like, maybe vaguely. I think there was like a roast lamb with mint one time, and yeah. well, we all got a bit excited by that. And I sent a picture through to our little mate Rich, who's a listener to the podcast too, and he was right on board with it and was like, yeah, I kind of get like a bit of a – aftertaste of roast lamb. I know it's a bit of a stretch. Like, you know, this is like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style buddy
1: inventions going on. they're obviously not. It's obvious they're not crushing up roast lamb. (laughs) With mint. (laughs) Injecting it into chips. (laughs) It's fake flavouring. That's right. But the gay time popcorn. Yes. There's no fakeness there at all. It absolutely tastes exactly like that. That flavour profile is there
0: and they were- Delicious. And it's like that is popcorn, obviously, with the um, sort of, you know, sticky sort of coating. Remember back in the day, Jackers, there was – I hope I get the name right here, but there was a type of popcorn that you could get called lolly bobble bliss – Lolly gobble bliss bliss bombs. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Mint. Mm. And uh, so they were like those. So they were like popcorn, pimped up popcorn. Unbelievable! So I'm I'm glad you're on board, there, buddy. We are going to have a uh, a a trip to the shop before our next big night, and we are going to. It's going to be an expensive trip (laughs) because clearly one bag is not going to cut it. Uh, That is what we are getting to cater that particular catch up. So before we crack into what uh, is no doubt going to be a couple of bonzer ideas once again, Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, if you would like to know a little bit more about Jackers and Larko, well, allow me to enlighten you. If Larko were a nighttime pre-bedtime beverage, he would be Milo, reliable, always in the pantry, easy, satisfying, versatile, cold or warm. Whereas Jackers would be a herbal tea, a bit wanky and can cause an eyebrow to raise, but easily the best nighttime bevy, as Milo is just chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, mate? I like that. That's got accurate. us both in that one. It's accurate. What have you got for us this week, Jackers?
1: Uh, this week, Larko. let me just remind myself because I forgot <laughs> already. Oh, oh, it's topical. Very topical. Topical. Um, well- Topical right now, but by the time this comes out, it probably won't be topical. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of going. Do you remember I mentioned a few episodes ago? Um, I spoke about um, kids getting all the fun. Oh yeah, and adults missing out. And we've come up with a line of uh, products now: with yeah, the absolutely. adult cradle and yep. uh, fantastic, with protector pants and yep. uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. You gave us a bit of a sizzle a couple of weeks ago. I did. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to present my idea and it is topical cuz it's kind of around the halloween oh yeah. yeah nice what have you got
0: i've got a device for self pleasure <laughs> <laughs> like in the uh uh in the realms of massage-y type scenarios. it's <laughs> a bit blue it might be a little bit blue but it's it's it's, it's a shade of blue It'll be a shade of blue, Jackers, but nothing too. Uh, we don't necessarily have to put like a warning at the start of the episode that we're going to go to a weird place with this one. We, we we are, but don't worry, we'll get you through it. It'll Am be I going to
1: be bleeping stuff out?
0: Possibly. Okay. <laughs> There's always that risk. Jackers. Jump in, jump in, Jackers. Oh Jesus, where do I start? Without uh- okay, so head massages, Jackers. Where do you sit with a head massage?
1: Have you ever had a head massage? Um. Yes, but as uh, I haven't walked into a place and gone, give me a head massage. Yeah, it's like a sundry option that yeah comes happened- with other business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So all of us during the lockdown
0: have uh, had to forego going to the hairdressers mm-hmm. because they've been shut because of lockdowns. Uh, last Friday I was finally able to get into the, my hairdresser, made the appointment five o'clock last Friday, was able to get in and finally get the ears lowered, Jaggers. And, uh, I, it's a $40 haircut and, dollars,
1: uh, not too bad. That's Where pretty, are you going?
0: I go to an actual hairdresser. She works from home, right. far from home. So I get that. Guess that's a little bit more expensive than you could pay if you just wanted to lob up at the barber and just get the old short back and sides. Yeah. Okay. But I've known this person for years, and you know, to wanted to support her business and stuff. And forty bucks isn't that much. I think it's all good. But the, the nice thing that you do get when you go to this particular hairdresser and others like it, I'm sure, is it's not just the haircut. She washes your hair and then gives you a head massage.
1: Oh, it's the full experience. Yeah. so oh, that's worth 40
0: bucks. Absolutely. And she has got skills, let me tell you. I mean, really, she's just obviously got very strong fingers, checkers, and she's just massaging your scalp, and I love it. Does she ask
1: you if you want that?
0: No, she it's just gives assumed. it to you. Just assumed. Um, there's no complaints. Oh, I'm not telling her to skip that
1: part. That's Is true. the massage happening, like, during the head washing, is it pre, during, or post? Post. Post washing. So it's
0: wet the hair, shampoo the hair, condition the hair, and it might be part of the conditioning process, I reckon. Right. Just sort of rubbing that in, but it's, Jesus good. It's euphoric, (laughs) Jack. And I love it. So I was like, oh, God, I've missed this. It's been months. So onwards and upwards, beautiful, got the hair cut, boom, looking better. And so that, that triggered a little bit of a, you know, thing about, oh I really like that, I do. Then I remember thinking about um, where did this, uh, where did I buy this from? I haven't been to one for years and years and years, but there used to be all sorts of exhibitions that you used to be able to go to at the exhibition buildings, jackets back in the day. And I might be getting myself confused here, but um, I've been to a number of them. And whether or not it was like, you know, your home show where you go along and you check out all your stuff to do with building houses and spa bars and fucking, you know, all that sort of stuff that you might want to do, that's sometimes interesting. I've gone to like the food and wine show before and you're getting samples of this and that. Um, Ended up getting quite drunk actually because there was this wine one there, was sampling all these wines and got a little bit pissed. Um, I did go to Sexpo once. So, yeah just How disappointing a- was that i don't know if it was disappointing um, it was just a it was a bit odd because uh, we just went for a bit of a laugh with a couple of people and um, but there's some die hard people that go to those things with a show bag uh, and they're picking up bits and pieces all over the joint all the different sex toys and this that and the other i've never been to
1: that but i imagine what i imagine that's like is Lots of creepy dudes that know porn stars that line up for hours. Yeah. So you've got that
0: element for sure. And so then there's stages there where they might have strippers and stuff like that. I'm not sure they actually still get away with it these days, to be honest. But um, So, yeah, you get your diehard sort of odd-looking dudes getting around. Um, Your couples that might be into some odd stuff for sure, and then people like me that were just there for a laugh. Actually, I was walking around and walked around a corner and I heard this, Laco, and there was a whole bunch of guys that I knew in a spa giving it a demonstration. <laughs> but I think it was there. I'm sure it was there or maybe like a well wellbeing um, expo or something like that that you could buy um, a head massager And it might have been called, fairly controversially, um, the Orgasmatron. (laughs) (laughs) And this is going to be hard to describe, Jackis, but, excuse me, um, it was like on a, uh, it was a handle, and then there was these, like, wires, like copper wires almost, that came out, almost like spider's legs type thing, Mm -hmm. thin, little balls on the end, and they would bend to the size of the person's head, and so you could do it yourself. Oh, okay. And you could sit down. Luxurious. No. So you literally just put it on your head like this. Now, if somebody else does it for you, it was even better. And so you'd sit down and the, the person would do it for you. And oh, full disclosure, I, that is one of my things. I bloody love a head massage, Jackers. Hence why I pay 40 bucks for the haircut. It's bloody great. It's, it Like if I was a dog, it gets the leg kicking. You know what I mean? I just <laughs> I just love it, Jackers. I love a foot massage too. Like if ever I've uh, you know got a pedicure, which I have admitted oh, that I've done on the shoe. One
1: have haven't we? They you that know, was get a around surprise the for me.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> but it's bloody lovely. A little bit of indulgence, but um, so that exists and it's great. But I feel like there's an opportunity here, Jackers, to uh, to use an existing uh, thing that happens, which is this is where it's going to get a little bit blue. Um, to create something to the market of people like myself who love a head massage. Jackers, are you familiar? Let's just do a quick disclaimer. We're about to go to a bit of a weird place, ladies and gentlemen. Jackers, are you familiar with (laughs) fleshlights?
1: Describe, define familiar. (laughs)
0: You know what they are. I
1: know what they are. You know
0: what they are. Right. You obviously don't own one uh, that I could borrow potentially no, for the weekend. I have got a story about Oh, whether. please.
1: Please. <laughs> well, are, are you about to describe what they are? I was going to, just for context. Okay. Why don't you do that first and then I'll tell you Okay. This. Good idea. So, a flashlight is a device
0: that looks um, – like a lady's vagina. And basically it is purchased and used for the purpose of uh, self-pleasure with a gentleman who would then basically make love (laughs) to this particular device. You can apparently use it when you're watching pornography and things like that so that it feels like you're having sex with a, a real vagina, mm. basically. Is that a good way to describe it without it getting weird?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a, f- a flashlight. Hence- That's right, hence the name. Exactly right. So, yeah, it's in
0: a shape, so obviously it's easier to hold <laughs> like a flashlight. And, yeah, if you're watching pornography uh, and it's like that point of view pornography, which is filmed, so it's like, from your perspective, it's like you're then having
1: sex with a woman Yeah, for somebody who's into that. So, if I can get a bit technical and expand on that a little bit. I'd like that. (laughs) So, it's like a, okay, disclaimer, never owned one, never used one, No. no interest in buying one. No. Okay. They're so, quite expensive for starters. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they look like a, f- a flashlight. They're mm. kind of hard on the outside, but they've got a silicon insert yeah. in them, right? Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I'm not going to name any names. No, definitely all. not. And I'm, But it's not me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or me. And it's not you. So a person that I know lived with another person, both males, yeah. and um one of one of the people um found a, a two for one deal <laughs> for a flashlight <laughs> and said to the other person who was their flatmate, should we get one? And they went, Yeah, fuck, why not? Let's get one. We get one each. Yeah. Two for one. Why two not? For- They're quite expensive apparently. Yeah, we don't know. So they say. And um, these these two people, I think, were fairly open about their. Uh, but they weren't masters of their own domain? Yes. Yeah. They were Yeah, fairly open about their masturbation. Yes. Within the two blokes <laughs> living together. Yeah. Didn't really care. They'd known each other for a long time. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this story. <laughs> Now, the short of it is that one day, one member of this f- flat share found the other person's silicon rubber part of the fleshlight in the dishwasher.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> and found out that this person had been washing their fleshlight in the dishwasher.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's terrible, Jackers. Yep, that's not what it's for. And wondered why it was kind of breaking down and disintegrating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there Jeez, there you go. That's unbelievable. So you obviously, there you go. So uh, six degrees of separation to a <laughs> flashlight. So here's the thing that the uh, the pornog the porno industry has um, done, jackets because obviously there are your famous porn stars. The ones that are very, very popular and famous with the uh, porn watching public.
1: Who might that be? Matt?
0: Well, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, there's there's I'm famous up here. There, I know, there's famous ones from back in the day. <clears throat> so, and people they sort of had a bit of a crossover into a couple of mainstream flicks and stuff. Jenna Jamison comes to mind. So Jenna Jamison was a, a famous porn star. Back in the, I want to say, 80s or 90s, <clears throat> blonde bombshell that was famous. She was literally a porn star. I and, mean, you know, she used to be um, on, you know, she would be on Howard Stern and stuff like that, and she was like virtually sort of a household name that people wouldn't know that name. The male version of it, I suppose, would be someone like John Holmes, but he was almost more infamous than famous. And Jenna Jamison had this huge career and everything else. Um, I actually, I was on a flight back from London to Melbourne, coming home from England, and I wanted to buy a book to read, and I bought her autobiography and read it on the plane. Actually,
1: it'd be really interesting. It was
0: interesting because she started, as a lot of porn stars do, as apparently, as a stripper. So started in the world of exotic dancing, jackets. And she gave a few insights into the world of exotic dancing. Here's something you might not know. Those girls are only in it for the money. What? They don't really like you at all. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, true story. So there you go. Word to the wise. Uh, she sort of lifted the lid on that little expose. Um, but, yeah, she she really was super-duper famous, and she came out with a line... Now don't. This is pre-fleshlight, but it
1: was in and around. I love how we're dividing <laughs> the history of the world it's, it's into pre and post-fleshlight.
0: <laughs> there were simpler times, Jackers, but uh, <laughs> but she he was so famous and so loved by her uh, male audience that they made a sex doll and basically sculpted her she obviously went into some sort of studio workshop what have you and a bit like they make like you know for special effects for movies and stuff like that like you know when they whenever there's special effects on a person's face and they do they put them in plaster and they put this plaster all over the place and make this mold. And then they fill the mould with latex and that's how they make these appliances that are put on people's faces if they're, you know, getting special effects done to make them look like Frankenstein or whatever the fuck. So they did that for her whole body as a sex doll up to and including her vagina. So therefore people would buy uh, a whole sex doll. And this is in the book. This is how I know this, by the way. So she... Yeah, release that and people would pay thousands of dollars because it's the whole thing. But the trend continues, Jackers, to this day with fleshlights. There are celebrity fleshlights, porn star celebrity fleshlights. So not only are you just buying a random vagina-shaped object um, which you are going to take into your bedroom, you know, in the privacy of your own home and do nasty things to, you're apparently buying one that is modelled after a famous porn star's vag. Does that help? Well, I guess it in, It probably would help shift units, Jack. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like Michael Jordan's air sneakers, like... Just knowing that he wears them and it's his shoe and he had something to do with the design really shifted some units, <laughs> more than just your average basketball boot. I guess that's what it was, a bit of cachet. So there's all sorts of all these different ones and all these modern ones, I've got no idea who they are. Like Jenna Jamison, as I say, that's a reference from bloody 40 years ago or something. But um, it got me thinking, Jackus. <laughs> I'm so interested. <laughs> Where is this going? If you are a really famous, maybe not famous, but super duper skilled head massager. Why couldn't you potentially release a line of head massagers that recreate the skills that you have that people can buy and take home and give themselves a
1: head Massage. Name me one famous head massager. Well, she's my hairdresser. <laughs> That's it. Now, it's
0: not necessarily famous, but skilled. Skilled. Skilled people. And so it would, might be the sort of thing that you'd go into your hairdresser and they sell it. as You know, you go in there and you can buy hair products, mm-hmm. hairspray and gel and all that sort of stuff. It's like it, – and sometimes, I mean, if you are going into a particular s- saloon is that how Saloon. <laughs> saloon. The wild Have, Having a drink. Having <laughs> a drink. Getting to a dust up and playing poker. And then you go and get your haircut after that. In the salon. In the salon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where you could be in there. Vidal Sassoon in the saloon with the salon. <laughs> and you could go, oh, so that's modelled off you. Yes, it is. I'd like to buy that, please. Drum roll oh. Jackers. Here, make this personalized at home head massage. It is an electronic hand jackers. It's actually going to look like a bloody hand, a bit like, thing, like thing from the Adams, the Adams family. family. <laughs> yep. So almost like a – maybe a little creepy, perfect around <laughs> Halloween, like a severed hand that you'll be able to pick up. It'll be covered in latex to make it look like a finger, mm. and you will sit it on top of your head, push the button, and it goes into a head massaging technique straight away. Mm.
1: Does this thing, like, run across the ground?
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe not. It, uh, it, I guess it would look creepy because it would be moving by itself on its own volition. I've got a – um a foot massager at home, Jack, is one of those plug-in ones. And you, so great. it's um, it's like this thing that has uh, got two holes in it that you literally stick your feet into. Right. Have you ever been to like a shopping centre or something like that and you sit in a big massage chair? Yeah. And in the guts of the chair are things that pull and oh, come out and yeah. move around and swirl around and go up your spine and down and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's like that, but it's just your feet. And I get really sore feet. I'm just – and so it's underneath and you can put heat on if you want so you get a bit of heat on your feet and it's bloody lovely. So it's that kind of technology, mate. So it's going to be there and, look, there's going to be some consultation with the person so that the person's comfortable putting their name to the product and they'll say, you know what, that's actually uh, not too bad. They'll get someone like me to come in there and test it and go okay, so here's the real one. Da, da, da. And then they'll go okay, so now try this. And you go uh, maybe a little bit more intensity. Yep, that's it. Got it done. I'll buy that. That's what I've got, Jackers, this week. What do you think?
1: Um, <laughs> Don't get too excited, man. How do they get the leverage? The leverage. Well, when someone's giving you the mass, this is the thing that annoys me about. Things that you can buy that give you a massage, like a massage chair or the the insert that you can put inside the chair, yep. or the little you know handheld device that can massage you. It it doesn't not quite the it, same. It, it is doesn't it? give you the the leverage, the push yep. that a real person can give. So how does the the hand mm-hmm. kind of give you the the leverage? Well,
0: leverage is definitely going to be an issue, jackers, is considering it's a severed hand, basically, <laughs> but uh, it's all going to be about in that strength of the knuckles oh, okay, so it's 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 a squeezing technique, okay, yeah, and it sort of will sit around your head around your temples and all that sort of stuff and sort of squeeze, yeah. which is a part of the head massage. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting this is going to be as good as a human being mm-hmm. because i don't ne- I don't think the world needs any help with robots being better at humans because we're heading down that road potentially and we'll all get replaced by robots potentially at some stage so this isn't going to do that but it's just it's it's going to be a nice thing to have at home and then an extra revenue stream for your head massager slash hairdresser person
1: i'm, I'm struggling we, we- just spent 30 minutes talking about <laughs> fleshlights i'm struggling to make the connection between the mechanical hand that you're proposing yep. and the famous celebrity
0: <laughs> because that is if i'm a famous porn starlet right i get paid money to lie, in, you know, in a bed and have a dude come in and do wonderful things to
1: me extra money comes in through their fleshlight. Oh, okay. So it's just like a branding exercise. Yes indeed. It's not like it's who was it? Gemma Jamison that you said. Yeah that's right. It's not like it's her hand. It's just like her face on the box. That's right. Oh okay. Right. But, you know, there's they'll they'll sell it with the fact that this has
0: literally been sculpted and tested and to make it seem like you're actually getting um, you know, something that's Going to be akin to that person's skills.
1: Yeah. So, all those weird dudes at Sexpo who line up for hours trying to meet, what is her name? Jenna Jenna Jamison. They're buying
0: it. Is that your target market?
1: Well, if they they
0: like a head massage, I hope that they wouldn't uh, misuse this (laughs) (laughs) product. I
1: bet that was going to be my next question. I bet they do.
0: (laughs) No, we can't stop that. Excuse me.
1: I just want to know. If I buy the uh, personalized at home head massager, (laughs) um, if I also wanted to perhaps use it to, you know, on my boss, on my boss, (laughs) or, you know, my rectal area,
0: (laughs) would it? Well, it had one of your stickers
1: on there (laughs) for rectal use only. Would it it allow me to, you know, give it? Just wondering. Oh, uh,
0: once it goes home, it's uh it's it's really out of our control, Jackers. Is- <laughs> and the money's in the till. But um and also, you know, can't stop put- blokes putting it in the dishwasher, that's for
1: sure. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh it's it's not explosive. Mm-hmm. It's not explosive. Isn't it? I no, I don't think so. Well, well. I did I did enjoy the stories and I like your sketch though. Thank you. I'm gonna give you <sighs> Tell me why I shouldn't give you a single firework. I think, Jackers, the proof is in the pudding,
0: and I've made <laughs> one. Here we go. Joyce here. Oh, no, I haven't really. I'm joking. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're a little bit of a naysayer because uh, you're not a big head massage guy. So the idea of this being a thing is indifferent to you at this stage. Come here, Jackers. Let me give you a head massage. Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the fireworks display. I'll happy i am happy with that. There's no hands on. Okay. <laughs> it's here if you need it, just saying.
1: <laughs> Larko, yeah. Before we jump into my idea this week, um, have you do you watch much of the um press conferences with um, <clears throat> updates of COVID and
0: all that stuff. I did um, early days, soon get over them, mm. don't you? But, um, so you try and look out for, you know, significant ones that are going to tell you some changes and stuff like that. But I, I soon got very tiresome of them all, to be honest.
1: I kind of tuned out. Yeah, same. And I actually got to the point where I ignored everything yep. altogether. One of the things that I picked up on this is not my idea, by the way. It's just a interesting um, topic for discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, at all of the press conferences, and not just with COVID, just in general nowadays, you see the um, the sign language. People- oh, yeah, yep, the interpreter. You can that, um, and this is a genuine question. I'm not. I'm not making fun of. Um, um, people who are hard of hearing or whatever. So I understand why we should be um, providing services to people that are hard of hearing. Mm -hmm. What is it that the sign language people are mouthing, though? Have you noticed that? Oh, definitely. I mean, they
0: can't do it in a mask. They can't do it with a mask. That's part of the sign language, clearly. I mean, I don't know that, you know, for sure, but I'm guessing that that is the
1: case, that it's part of, Signing. And I think I've just, I've been very interested in understanding this, and perhaps one of our dear listeners can inform me. Yeah. Um, When they're doing the sign language, which is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Which, uh, geez, the the amount of skill and effort required to learn that kind of thing and then do it live must be incredible. Have you ever been to like a live Broadway-style show that's got
0: one of those guys or no. girls off to the side. Yeah, I have. I went and saw maybe Mama Mia or something like that with kids ages ago. And, like, they were dancing and it was
1: part of the show as well because they were doing sign language for the show. It was That's funny. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. Um but when they're doing it, they're kind of mouthing things, yeah. but they're not actually mouthing the words. And I'm really interested to understand w- what is it they're, they're actually mouthing. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's not the, exactly. It's, it's not, not lo- the actual words that they're saying, but they're mouthing something else. Mm. No, it's a really good question. Which obviously helps with it. I just, I don't know. It's distracting in a way because
0: you can't help but watch what they're doing and maybe try and pick up a sign or two Yeah. yourself. It's a good skill. Be great to have that.
1: I've no fucking idea why I put that up. I know it's interesting though. Okay, that aside, um, I have covered on a number of occasions now, Larko, that kids get it pretty sweet. Oh yeah, they don't know they do, but they do. When they grow up, they'll realise they had it pretty sweet. That's right. Poo your pants. Yep, no problem. Piss your pants. No problem. uh, Make inappropriate comments. Not an issue. Uh, sleep when you want. Yep. Up for it. <laughs> Comfort when bathing. Yep. Food. On li- tap.
0: On tap <laughs> and or liquefied and fed to you.
1: <laughs> it's a piece of piss hmm. being a kid. Um, and another thing that's got me a bit irked up that- is topical. hmm Halloween. Yeah. Now, when I was growing up, Larko, I don't know about you. Yeah. But Halloween wasn't a big deal. No, not at all. At all. They're really trying to make it a big deal, aren't they? They really are. Whoever they are. Who's they? Yeah, but
0: they are. They are pushing it. I drove home the other day and I was- Driving through a suburb, over the, like there's houses like this probably around your house, and there's houses around mine that have done a little bit of decorations, like fake cobwebs and shit, on the uh, fence, and you know scary um, pump fake pumpkins and stuff. There was a house that I drove past on Sunday morning. People out the front taking photos. It was like the Griswolds, but Halloween style, and it had full size mannequins of werewolves and Dracula and. Frankenstein and stuff, and a great big spider, like a metre in circumference, stuck on the side of the house. Frightening. Frightening stuff, Jackers. Who who is it? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's a very American thing, isn't it? But it's like- It is. Yeah, and who's sending their kids around to knock on strangers' doors to get candy? (laughs) How did this happen? Yeah, did you have any knock on your door? Well-
1: The question I have is during COVID, mm-hmm. is it really appropriate to be sending your kids door to door? Yeah. Visiting other people's that's houses. That's the question. That's, that's one question. Um, in previous years though, um, I have had people knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there's almost like an unwritten rule, isn't there, that the, the people that are participating put something out to indicate they're in i'm I'm in i'm yeah. I'm doing this yep. thing I'm part you. of this arrangement, yep, and we did that a few years ago, and I thought I would have a little bit of fun with it like right. <laughs> as you know, yep, poking the bear, I don't, poke the bear, have fun, other people's expenses um and i <laughs> I put out something to indicate our house is cool with this, we're in we're doing it. Yep. And I answered the door in my costume that I have. That you know what <laughs> this costume yes, is. Yes, I, I might, love this. costume. might tell the story a little bit. Uh, have we mentioned this on the podcast? Yeah, we before? have. We yeah. Have. So my evil can evil costume. Yeah. I dressed up in the full costume <laughs> and put the bloody pumpkin out or whatever to indicate we're in. Yep. This household is part of this. We're on board. And every kid that answered. I opened the door in my full evil Knievel costume. Yep. It was like Here we are. Yeah. They had no idea who you were. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, it was sure. fun to be part of that. Um but adults kind of are passengers mm-hmm. in this whole thing, are they? Yes, really. They're they're walking around the the neighborhood with their kids, or oh, it depends how old the kids are, but yep. they're walking around the neighbourhoods with their kids, darling, you, you go up to the door, I'll stand on the pavement, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make sure you're safe, do your thing, yep. collect your lollies, and off we go. Yep. But the parents don't really get much enjoyment from that, do No, we? they don't. Do they? They. Yeah. And this gets back to what we've spoken about before, that kids have it pretty sweet. So, this week, Larkin. Ooh, Jaggers. I've come up with an idea to allow the parents to get involved, not in Halloween, because that's for the kids, yep. something different. We're going to come up with our own holiday. Yep. Not even a holiday. We are going to come up with something that the parents can get involved in that brings enjoyment to the parents. That is uh, a little bit like uh, my ideas for the, uh, the adult cradle, yep. the full-size bath, yep. the whiz protector pants. Yep. I'm going to reveal a little bit early here, there Larko. So here, make this. It's called <laughs> I'm Here for the Booze. That's the, instead of Halloween, yep. the, the name of the holiday is I'm here for the booze. <laughs> so here's how it works. Yep. We are going to have similar to Halloween, which is the 31st of October. October is that yep. right? Yep. Correct. So the last Saturday in November from now on (laughs) is going to be known as I'm here for the booze day. Perfect. Right? Yep. Kids stay at home. No kids involved. Yep. There's no dress up. No dress up. There's no holiday. Mm -hmm. There's no decorations. Mm -hmm. None of that. None of that at all. What this involves is on the last Saturday of (laughs) November every year, the parents get to have fun. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you get together with your mates in the local neighbourhood and you walk around door to door and you, you knock on the door and a child, because the, the kids are at home, the yep. kids aren't out. Oh, yeah. The, the kids are at home. Yep. Not the parents, the kids are at home. Yep. You knock on the door, the kid answers the door and you say, I'm here for the booze. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the way it works is uh, before you go out as the parent, as the responsible adult, yep. is you stock up like a bowl full of those mini bar alcohol uh, bottles. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you get in the hotel <laughs> yep. mini bar. Correct. Yep. The adults knock on the door. They go, I'm here for the booze. They hold out the bowl <laughs> and you pick. The little bottle of alcohol that you want, yep, and you're on your way. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, but hang on. There's a few. There's a few other bits to it. There is like street parties. This this actually brings the community together. Yeah, right. Except the kids. So, except the kids. <laughs> Fuck it. They can stay at home. Never took too good for too long. <laughs> so, the kids stay at home. Yeah. The parents have a street party. They go door to door. They collect alcohol. From the other houses, yep. they're little mini bottles of alcohol and they can swing them on the way, whatever. Mm-hmm. They meet up at the local park. They have a roaring good time. That's it. That is it. I'm here for the booze holiday. Fantastic, Jackers. Maybe at like the, wherever people are gathering,
0: somebody's organised like a table full of mixers. Maybe. So they turn up and they go, you know what I'm going to make? I'm going to make a white Russian. Hello. And it's like, has anybody got any vodka? Yes. Here we go. Boom. And so they mix it all up. Kahlua. Business. Genius, Jackers. Does anybody like a screwdriver? Yes, please. Orange juice. Ready to go. Vodka. Boom. Has anybody got, you know, the rest itself, Jackers? There's a few. Look, if you wanted to get really sort of technical might be a few people object to the fact of leaving their kids at home and putting their kids in charge of dispensing alcohol. But, uh, you know, there's going to
1: be naysayers.
0: Naysayers there. everywhere. There's going to be naysayers. There'll always be a naysayer right. involved. But, uh, you know, in a, in a little community in the street, tr- lovely tree-lined street, get to know your neighbours, I could not think of anything better. The um, You you probably have neighbours that you talk to and get along with. You know, you've got a people. Lot. You do. Yeah. I don't at all. Really? Well, we are, no, not really at all. At all. You don't all.
1: know any neighbours.
0: I think early days, um, next-door neighbour uh, had something to do with them, and to be honest, they were a bit fucking annoying. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I don't encourage it. I just remember meeting them and everything, and it was like, oh, this is nice, and you know, I just never thought I'd enjoy this. And next thing is like, anyway, the reason we're here is that tree in your backyard, do you reckon uh, you can – like, oh, fucking hell. Okay, so there's an ulterior motive here.
1: I think it depends on what you get involved in your local community. You know, I go down to the Bowls Club and met with lots of people down there, and you get to know all the people in your area. Which I like. I
0: like the concept. I like it in theory, I do. I also quite like not having um, the obligation to say hello to people. (laughs) (laughs) at all. But, you know, that's not to say that I wouldn't get behind something like this, especially when there's beer and uh, alcohol involved, Jackers. Always behind that. I feel like I shouldn't give you an explosion, to be honest, because uh, you uh, poo-pooed my last idea, Jackers. So maybe, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to represent the more responsible part of the team tonight. Um, because of the fact that there will be some people object to uh, leaving kids by themselves, it'll be with, good for with, them. with bowls of
1: alcohol. With <laughs> bowls of
0: alcohol, it'll be good for them, Jackers. You know, we we wrap them all in cotton wool these kids these days. Hit me with the uh, Sydney Sydney fireworks for this one, I reckon, Jackers. That is absolutely fantastic. Again, we're we're catering to the adults. That's right. I like the idea of there being um an alternative to halloween like almost a calendar month later mm. that uh, you'll be able to do and all we need to think about now jackers is coming up with some sort of um uh, idea for a uh, a horror movie franchise based on the uh, i'm here for the booze um <laughs> <laughs> Is that the theme music? Well, this is the one to Halloween, so we need to come up with the one for I'm Here for the Booze, a horror movie spin-off, Jaggers. I love it, mate. Once again, you've done a great drawing too, buddy. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. God damn, that was fun. It was good to see you again. See you next week. Yes, indeed. Ciao. See you, buddy. You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the Ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at heremakethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you
1: dear listeners as always for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin and i I'm Andrew Jackman, and until the next episode, see you later.
0: You've been listening to Hear Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright Here Make This.